0: to any of those listeners out there I hope you've been persuaded to more often use a growth mindset and if you are a parent um, maybe explain to your kid what this is and yeah. Welcome to the debunking your growth mindset podcast with Sean McCainbridge. In this podcast, we will unpack practical ways to help you grow and build on your current mindset and challenge old habits so you can see the potential that's within us all and learn how to get out of
1: your own way. I'm really happy to have you here today, Sophie. I've interviewed some amazing people, but no offense to those people, I'm the most excited I've ever been about <laughs> having you on the podcast today. So thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> Good to have you here. Right, I was really, really happy one day when you come home and you told me that you'd been to school and had a great day, but that particular day, I think you had someone come out to the school and they were teaching you guys and telling you guys about growth and fixed mindset, which I thought was awesome. I think we should have that in school more often, and I was really, really happy about that. So maybe we can start with you telling the listeners about what a growth and fixed mindset is based on what you understand.
0: So a growth mindset is something that can keep you positive and happy through the day. A fixed mindset is something that no one ever wants to use and no one should use it. It's something where you, um, it's kind of like saying, I can't or I'm never going to be able to do this.
1: Yeah, and what do you, what do you think a growth mindset would be better than a fixed mindset? Why? Yeah.
0: Um, because a growth mindset is you're being positive, and you can do, you can go way further out than with a fixed mindset.
1: Yeah, fantastic. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to use a bit of a definition I found uh, on the internet just to sort of uh, leverage on what your answer was there before. So a growth mindset is the understanding that abilities and understanding can be developed. Those with a growth mindset believe that they can get smarter, more intelligent, and more talented through putting in time and effort, which sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, As opposed to a fixed mindset on the flip side, which is a, a mindset that assumes abilities and understanding are relatively fixed. Those with a fixed mindset may not believe that intelligence can be enhanced or that you can either have it or you don't when it comes to abilities and talents. So uh, I know which one I'd rather have, and I think you do yes, too as well, by the sounds of it. Yeah. So so that's cool. Um, when have you maybe had to use a growth mindset yourself?
0: Um, an example of when I had to use it is when I, I last year I was in the middle of a naplan test. I came to a hard question in the maths NAP plan part, it kind of got me like, oh, no, I'm not going to have enough time. No, I can't do this. So I thought I might have a fixed mind. I mean, a growth mindset <laughs> and just think, and I'm like, oh, yes, I should use a growth mindset. And then I went, I kept on going and skipped that answer. And then at the end, because I had extra time, I filled in that answer and I figured out that I got an A plus for wow. that question and all all,
1: overall, yeah. So that was good. So you almost got stuck. You almost said, "I can't," yes. but then you caught yourself and then just kept going with the rest of the answers that yeah. that you could get pretty good. And then you thought you'd come back to it um, with a maybe a bit more of a uh, positive mindset. And it sounds like that worked really well. Uh, yeah, and you're pretty sure you got that question right in the end, did you? Mhm. And uh, a plus is pretty good. Uh, a little bit better than dad, uh, <laughs> just by the way. So, so that's good. So. I think maybe you've got some questions you might want to fire at Dad now, hey?
0: Okay. Right, Dad. Let me take control of this podcast. <laughs> In what situations would you like to use a growth mindset?
1: Uh, I think, uh, from my point of view, I think using a growth mindset, you use it daily. You know, like There's so many different situations where you use it, whether it's confronted by challenges or opportunities. Uh, personally, you know, I try and use it when I'm going to do things like public speaking or challenges I've taken on from a physical point of view like uh, an Ironman or a boxing event when sometimes my mind is sort of trying to tell me maybe that I can't do these things. So sort of uh, trying to adopt that uh, growth mindset or more positive mindset to sort of take on those big challenges and opportunities. I think in business, Mm -hmm. just in all aspects of life, I think uh, there's always opportunities to use that growth mindset, which is great.
0: And dad, why would you not want to use a fixed mindset? Uh,
1: I think it's just really quite stressful to have a fixed mindset because uh, when you're confronted with those challenges and everything else, there's often uh, language like you said before, like I can't, this is too much, this is intimidating, what am I going to do? All those sorts of things point to not really helping you in that situation and you feel a little bit uh, out of control. Um, so, I just think that um, uh, if you can, a growth mindset uh, enables you to sort of be more uh, focused on a solution or a way forward rather than getting stuck and stressed out by, you know, things that come at you.
0: Were you born with a growth mindset or have you just been developing one?
1: Well, that's a great question, Sif, because you've only known me since what, 2009? <laughs> yes. Because you're only born then. But I have to admit, when I was your age, I would never have done anything like this. I would have been stressed out, nervous, too, uh, too shy to do it. So the fact that you're doing something like this is really, really cool. And we didn't even know what a fixed or growth mindset was when I was your age. <laughs> but I was quite a shy uh, kid and I was quite uh, nervous about getting out of my comfort zone and that sort of thing. And uh, I think I definitely had a fixed mindset for sure. And uh, that wasn't working too good for me. So when I got much older than what you are now, you're almost 10, when I was about 20, I decided, nah, I don't wanna have this fixed mindset anymore because it wasn't working for me. Um, I was playing safe, uh, didn't really, yeah, I felt uh, just about any challenge that come at me, I tried to find a way not to take that challenge on, avoided that challenge rather than taking it on. Um, And it wasn't very good. So I decided uh, about the age of 20 that I had to change that. So I honestly think things can change and you can mold your mind in a positive direction. And I'm a good example of that because once upon a time, I had a very fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that answers that question.
0: Okay. How have you developed a growth mindset, Dad?
1: Yeah, I think first thing I decided was I want to develop a, a growth mindset. And I think that's the first important thing that you decide that you want to change or, or, or do that. But since then, I've done a lot of courses, read a lot of books, surrounded myself with a lot of positive people that do have growth mindsets. I've had mentors um, and uh, those sorts of things, which has been really, really good. Listen to a lot of podcasts and and really just inquisitive about getting feedback on what I do and how I do it and learning from other people in that regard and I think like all habits it takes a bit of time. You've got to work hard to develop new positive habits and uh, for me my default habit or mindset was fixed to get stressed out or intimidated by a situation. Now I find my default mindset is to, to find a way through those uh, challenges and opportunities, seek to find solutions or a way forward. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, a combination of those things to, to help sort of develop my mindset.
0: One last question. Can you recall a time when you had to use a growth mindset to achieve something?
1: Yeah, sometimes other than having to deal with uh, your three younger brothers, that can be a little bit challenging sometime where I have to focus on having a growth mindset. Um, I think definitely the one that sticks out to me most is when I did my first boxing fight. And the first time I got in the ring, I honestly said to myself that I can't do this. I want to find a way to get out of this. What have I done? This is silly. I'm not up to it. But I then promised myself shortly after that that I'm going to take this challenge on and I'm going to train hard and I'm going to work with my mindset and I'm going to speak to other people that have been in a similar situation and I'm not going to run away from this challenge. I'm going to see it as an opportunity to grow and develop. And it was nervous and intimidating. But uh, when I finally got to the ring and I uh, invited a lot of my friends so I couldn't back out of it, I made sure I couldn't back out of it. So I invited a lot of people to come and watch me. Um, So I knew I had to definitely go back uh, and do that. It was a hell of a challenge and it was a little bit nerve wracking and uh, stressful, but I was really pumped and proud when I carried through with it. Whereas I think when I was 19, 20, I would have avoided that challenge and opportunity and I would have walked away going, I can't do this. So I think that's the one that really sticks out to me is when I had to use a growth mindset. So you've asked some really good questions. I'm going to uh, steal the microphone back off you again and, and ask you some questions. So... You've got a book you've brought along today. Yes. uh, And I know that you've taken a lot from that book and you've also read other books like the story of Coco Chanel and how she started and how she built her business. But uh, can you tell the listeners a bit about your book and then maybe uh, tell us or or share any stories from that book?
0: Okay. Well, she's an athlete. That has inspired me is... Someone called Wilma Rudolph, and I'm going to read a little bit of this story. Great. Long ago, before the vaccination for polio was discovered, children were not protected against this terrible disease. Wilma was a little child when she contracted polio and was left with a paralysed leg. I'm sure she's ever going to walk again, the doctor said. You'll walk again, honey, I promise, whispered Wilma's mum. Every week, her mom took Wilma to the city for treatment every day. Her 21 brothers and sisters took turns massaging her weak leg. Wilma had to use braces to walk, and the mean kids in the neighbourhood would walk, would make fun of her. Sometimes, when her parents were not home, she tried to walk without braces. It was hard, but Wilma slowly got stronger and stronger. By the time she was nine her mum promised came true. Wilma could walk by herself again. She even started playing basketball. She loved jumping and running so she did not think twice when her coach asked her if she wanted to join the track team. Wilma completed in 20 races and won every one of them. I don't know why I run so fast she said I just run. Woman became the fastest woman in the world, bringing great joy to her family and to her country.
1: Fantastic. Sounds like a, a great book and a great story. But uh, I think some of the things that jumped out to me on that, sofa is her mum's belief that it was possible to change yes. her reality because it sounds like the doctors said you will never be able to walk. Mm. So that's a bit of a fixed mindset, isn't it? Yes. And then... The language, you know, the language that the doctor is saying you'll never be able to. Uh, obviously, mum said it was possible, and then obviously the action, obviously the different steps that she then took to get stronger and rehabilitate to to make that possible. Um, but I think that's a, it's a pretty cool story. And, and what is the what is the book? Can you share with our listeners what the name of the book is and, and kind of what it uh, it's all about?
0: Well, I highly suggest this for all girls my age. <laughs> um, It's called Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls, A Hundred Tales of Extraordinary Women.
1: Oh, fantastic. So it's uh, different stories of different uh, women that have achieved great things and maybe overcome adversity. Um, Yes. And uh, what does it do for you?
0: Well, it has um, persuaded me to when I'm older, as I just read Wilma Rudolph, I want to become a runner-athlete. When I grow up, yeah.
1: It's pretty cool. So pretty inspirational, huh? Very. That's good. That's good. Now, without giving up too much of your secrets, uh, I know that you've you've started your own lemonade stand one day and made quite a bit of money. And uh, with your brother's assistance, um, you you make these bliss balls that you bring into dad's work sometimes, and you sell and again made a bit of money, which is pretty cool. You've started your first two business plans, one on a fashion business and one on a vet uh, company that you may want to start one day, which is pretty exciting, a couple of ideas you've got. So how have you used the growth mindset as part of those sorts of things?
0: Well, these that I got ideas from have really been coming from this book that I've just read Mm -hmm. and I've just been – listening to this every night and, and just inspiring me to do what they did.
1: That's pretty cool. So you sort of seen some opportunities and you thought you'd yeah. give it a crack, so to speak? Yeah. All that sort of stuff, which I think is uh, pretty cool. I think you are probably about, what, seven or eight when you did the lemonade stand for the first time? Yes. And, uh, and I know that uh, at work the guys are very keen for you to keep your uh, Bliss Ball company going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I reckon just quietly you could probably increase the price because they now love it so much, you know. And uh, But you're doing a, a pretty cool job. So, so, so maybe a good question uh, just off the cuff a little bit is do you think there's anything parents can do to help children your age with a growth mindset or with any of the challenges they face? Any ideas there?
0: Well, the first thing is they could explain what a growth mindset is And they could probably, let's say, they could show an example with, like, let's say, of some mum that's telling them an example with the dad.
1: I think think that's good because uh, I think the first thing is just bringing awareness and defining what a growth mindset is. So, you're just conscious of when your mind might be in growth mindset mode. Yeah, or fixed mindset mode. Yes, and helping discuss some of that, um, which is cool. What What about schools? I mean, obviously, you've had people come out to your school to talk about that. What else do you think schools could do to help with learning more?
0: There could probably be someone that has inspired, has been inspired by someone, and then actually did something and made it into a book or something that could come to someone's school and then talk about how they used a growth mindset and what they did to not use a fixed mindset.
1: That's good. And just while I'm thinking here, I know that you've had some people come out to your school and speak to your school, people that have been inspirational, overcome a lot of challenges in life. Is there any one of those stories that you can remember?
0: Well, there was this woman that came up to our school. Her name was, um, I think her name was Nikki or Nicholas. Um, She was born without arms, so she explained that she's been having lately a very fixed mindset and she's working very hard to have a growth one and she explained to me how she doesn't use like her um arms so one thing is she had to use her tongue to type on a computer wow and she had to use her feet to put on her top or shorts wow and yeah
1: so that's pretty cool she's sort of using a growth mindset to overcome the fact yes. that she doesn't have arms to mm-hmm. still trying to find a way to yeah. type on a computer and drive or whatever else, which is pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, inspirational. Uh, what about, I mean, uh, is there anything else maybe I can help you with, any situations or scenarios we might be able to unpack, uh, how we might use a growth mindset, anything that comes to mind at the moment, so
0: Well, coming up on the 18th of August.
1: Your brother's birthday. Yes. Yeah.
0: I have a big competition, States. Okay. And I'm thinking you could probably, if you'll probably help me with having a growth mindset on a gymnastics competition, since it is state nationals.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's cool. I think uh, maybe we could spend some time talking about it. But uh, the impression I get from you, and that's uh, going back to maybe my experiences, is you see these competitions as a little bit nerve-wracking, a little bit stressful, get a little bit nervous, Before it, but you know what? I think, as we maybe talked about a little bit yesterday after our last competition, that maybe you should just trust that you work really, really hard. I see how hard you train uh, when you go to training, and I see when you're at home, you're doing extra training, and I see how passionate you are. Uh, I think you um, should go out there when you're performing. And just have confidence that you've done an awful lot of work and just go out there and enjoy yourself, you know. And you talk about that uh, aspect of what happens if I don't win? Well, why don't we reframe it a little bit and go, what happens if you do? And I think when you say, what happens if I do, that's pretty exciting and uplifting. So I think you should just see that the competition is just an opportunity for you to go out and do what you love and you enjoy and you train incredibly hard, and you prepare incredibly hard. And as long as you do your best, I think that makes me proud. And even though yesterday you didn't get on the – you weren't one of the ultimate winners, you made me very, very proud. You did really, really well. And as a dad, I was really happy, and I'm sure you tried your best.
0: Yes, But I think
1: it's really cool that you're already thinking about how you can approach the next competition with maybe utilizing some of the stuff that we've been talking about today Mm Uh, But I think you work really hard, you're talented, and I think if you go out there and enjoy yourself and focus on what happens if I do, that's pretty uplifting and exciting. So I look forward to helping any way I can with that, but you already make me very proud. Hmm, Thank you. (laughs) So any other questions, anything, you can ask anything that you might want to ask today or anything else you think we could talk about to help other people become more aware or... Uh, Informed about growth mindsets, you.
0: Can you explain to me? Let's say you're doing like a big speech in public. Mm -hmm. What would you do before not being nervous or not having a fixed mindset, saying, "Why should I? Why am I here? Like, why should I be here?"
1: That's a great question because that happens to dad less so now, but a lot in the past. Uh, I used to get really nervous really nervous. And I used to worry about what could go wrong. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to fumble. I'm not going to do it that good. Are people going to be engaged? Which was crazy because all that stuff is quite negative and it would put me in a not a very confident headspace. And I'm sure that I didn't do that well. Whereas now, firstly, I prepare a lot without preparing too much. So when I prepare, that gives me a lot of confidence. But what I think I focus on mainly is not worrying about me, but thinking that whatever I'm sharing or talking about, hopefully that helps or informs or inspires other people. So I focus more on, it's more about helping them than worrying about myself. And then I try and uh, visualize it going well. And uh, rather than worrying about it going wrong, I visualize it going well. And then when I get up there, I tend to be in a much better headspace because of that. So I think that preparation, that visualization, uh, thinking about it's more about helping or delivering some information to other people, worrying than worrying about myself. And I think the other thing is, is. There's always an opportunity to get better and improve, so I sometimes ask people if they can give me some feedback about how I went because I'm really interested in how I can get better and improve on something, so um, I think that's a, it's a really good uh, question, and that probably comes back to uh, some of my homework that I did before this So just to maybe recap some things and it said people with a a growth mindset are more likely to exhibit positive learning behaviors such as accepting or embracing challenges seeing mistakes as learning opportunities so Mm -hmm. now i try and find ways to learn no matter what even if it didn't go that well getting feedback uh, and seeking out feedback to improve on something because it's an opportunity to grow persevering with difficult tasks I think when I was younger I was pretty good at giving up now I challenge myself to always persevere Uh, practicing different strategies to improve so I think now I've got some strategies to help things go better Um, asking questions uh, to drive uh, learning forward so I have got quite a few people I know that are very good at public speaking so I ask them how do they go about things and learn from them or even just watch people I think one of the Most impressive people that I've seen, public speakers, Steve Jobs, the late Steve Jobs. He's an amazing public speaker. So I just watch him on YouTube sometimes to see how he does things Um, and taking risks and trying new things. So sometimes when I get the opportunity to speak back in the day, I would avoid it going, oh, no, I'm busy that day. I can't do that. And now I go, no. Every time I've got that opportunity to take on that challenge, I do it. Because I think it's important to grow and learn and, t- and a bit by bit it gets easier, right? A bit like your gym yes, competitions. Yes. You've done four now?
0: Four, yeah. Four.
1: So bit by bit it just gets that little bit easier and familiar, right? Yeah. So I think that's a, it's a great question. But um, anything else you want to ask?
0: Maybe something that usually my age when you're up to doing like oral presentations in class, let's say when you were little, have you ever done oral presentation when you were little?
1: yeah I did some when I was younger but I must admit uh, I would get a little bit nervous um, but I think if I did it now I would be much different and I'd use some of the strategies that that we talked about uh, before um, but I never when I was that age I never asked my mum or dad I just it was always internal I used to just think maybe I'm not a very good public speaker or maybe I can't do that which was bad, but I think like you said before, if I had known what a growth and fixed mindset, I would have been quick to identify that having a fixed mindset wasn't helping me. But what about you? How do you find it?
0: Well, I have only ever done two, and I've got a big one coming up in maybe like, it's like four weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I usually am quite nervous, mm-hmm. but this one is on like your favorite book. Mm-hmm. Which I would probably go. My favourite book, The Book Thief. Yep. Good story. Yes, I am feeling a little bit nervous for them, but it's, it is four weeks away.
1: And what? Do you, how do you think you might use a growth mindset to take on this uh, challenge?
0: Saying, like saying in my mind, saying, I'm going to do this. It's going to be fun. I'm just doing it for fun to explain to my class. You should try this book.
1: Yeah. And you're probably going to do a bit of preparation.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And you know the book pretty good, back to front. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm so that's good and I think the important thing to note is we all get nervous sometimes it just means we care and we want to do a good job mm-hmm. and that's a good thing right it's like yeah. when we go for a run yeah we get sore legs right that's normal we don't worry mm-hmm. about that it just means we're exercising and getting fitter yeah so sometimes nervous and nervous is just normal so don't yeah. stress too much about it but if you've done the preparation and you know your material it's just an opportunity to share some pretty cool information from a book and then hopefully that interests other people to to read it as well, it's a bit different but uh, I think you're already doing things that I never did when I was your age and I think that's pretty cool and pretty exciting. Just further to what we've talked about already, Sophie, I think as a father it would be really cool uh, when, because it will be when, when you do make mistakes, because when you're growing and challenging yourself, you you definitely make mistakes. Uh, Never hide that you know, Uh, talk about that we can unpack that Because ultimately, it'll be an opportunity for us to learn. And I think when I was your age, I used to hide a lot of my mistakes, keep those (laughs) mistakes to myself, feel bad about them, feel guilty about them, Uh, didn't really talk about them. (laughs) But maybe, maybe mum and dad could have helped me with that through their experiences. So I would say that mistakes are kind of normal, right, particularly when we're growing and we're challenging ourselves, you know. So all I would say is make sure you and maybe your friends, encourage your friends or your brothers, Uh, If they do make mistakes, which they will, just to share that, talk about it because Mm. I think when you do that, you get get some other ideas, you get it out of yourself, and I think it's much healthier. So I would definitely say make sure you keep reaching out to mum and dad in that regard. Yeah. What do you reckon?
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This time, is there any questions that you want to ask me that are different?
1: Uh, All I want to say to you, Sophie, is... Uh, anything I can ever do or mum can ever do to help you, Uh, always reach out. If you're struggling with something or not sure about something or whatever the case is, I would love to share what has and hasn't worked for me and mum would do the same. Mm -hmm. Um, But I see how keen you are to do well at school and in your sport and all the rest of it. So I think you're already so far Uh, down the track so much better than what I was at that point in time Uh, but all I would say to you Soph is just let's just keep talking let's just see what we can do to help one another yes and if I can't help you I might know someone that can help you on your journey Um, but always keep believing in yourself keep working hard and I'm sure you'll you'll, uh, achieve great things and i look forward to seeing that and you already make me very proud (laughs) thank you (laughs) So That's cool. Well, you've been awesome. Fantastic to have you as part of the podcast today. I know you've listened to a cool, couple of cool podcasts that we've done in the past. Yeah, I think you like the Lane Beachley one and you yes. got to meet Lane Beachley she's a very inspirational yes, uh, female yep. and it's pretty cool to get to meet her as well, wasn't it? And she's yep. uh, she's used a growth mindset a lot. So, great to have you on the podcast yep. and really appreciate you joining us. Yep
0: um to any of those listeners out there i hope you've been persuaded to more often use a growth mindset and if you are a parent um maybe explain to your kid what this is and yeah
1: perfect hey whose show is this like i feel like you're taking control and you're like the host now <laughs> is that right uh-huh. oh okay well maybe i could be on your podcast in the future sure <laughs> so thank you very much sophie you've been awesome and uh look forward to releasing this and hopefully some other people will be inspired by it but i'm sure they will so great stuff keep up the good work
0: thanks